Hi, I'm Laurie Handlers, your host of Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. And I'm wishing you peace, peace, peace. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Hey, have you ever considered using adult accessories in your lovemaking or even having a private sexual healing session? Many times people seem afraid of accessories because they feel it may say something about their inadequacies. Crazy when I would think people would want to have a, as much pleasure as their bodies are capable of. My guest today is the creator of some amazing sexual accessories, specifically beautifully designed lucite wands that I recommend to all my students, wands I would never leave home without. Cynthia Taylor Lamborn is talented and knowledgeable in opening up women and men to the possibility of sexual healing and certainly for greater pleasure. Hi, Cynthia. So glad to have you on my show today. Hi, from uh, rainy Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's rainy here in Phoenix, too, and it never rains here. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Anyway, yeah. thrilled to have you after, at long last, I've been trying to yeah. get you on my show for a really long time. I know. Ever here since, we are. Yeah, so here we are. So you have a company called Nectar Products, correct? Yes. And at Nectar Products, you make things and you, and you sell things that are accessories which increase pleasure for people. And then also you do very amazing and unique private sessions for people as well, right? That's true. Great, great. So first of all, before we talk about all that, how did you get into this? How did you, how did you discover that you were going to be someone that helped people increase the pleasure in their bodies? Well, I think it's from my own personal experience that um, uh, I, I actually studied art, and um, I was always incredibly curious. And so, the source of, 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 I was curious about the source of creativity. Like, where, where does that come from? And. And I was also interested in, in finding out more about myself. So the combination of learning more about meditation and the, this source of myself in a very inward way, I wanted to find the source of this amazing creative energy that is expressed um, by human beings and by myself. So um, I, I started to uh, explore the inner direction. I started feeling the inner direction within myself and uh, just... Uh, loving that that expression of creativity that um, that comes out of my own body, you know that that's a very empowering thing to realize that uh, that we have all of that. The most powerful energy of the universe is in us and through us, and that's the the power of sexual energy. So when you were, does that mean did you go to art school? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so when you were in school. You, I mean, did you did you do erotic art? I did. <laughs> my mother, my poor mother. Um, <laughs> highly that pictures. I, I modeled in art class, show. and I um, and I and I expressed the eroticism through um, through my art. But it wasn't so much directly that. I mean, I love that because it was it was just an expression of nature and our nature. Um, y- Yet I love all the expressions of nature, um, 
you know, the, the mountains, the hills, the, you know, the valleys we see outside of us and our, our own bodies. To me, they were one and the same. I was raised on a farm and it's very close to nature. I think that gave me that closeness and also connection with that, uh, like Tantra is a very, uh, it's a feminine art. And so the roots of that is the very femininity of nature that we see around us. When I need to get more connected with that, I, either through my own inner experience, I connect in a, uh, through meditation or through tantric practices, but also just working in the soil and the, in the garden and feeling the rhythms of the nature around me. Well, I mean, you're making it sound all really, really sensual, you know, in that feminine, wonderful aspect. And I find that about you. I, I personally, I'll just say, I, I met you in 1998. So you, you were one of the first pioneers of Tantra that I ever met. And I, I mean, Cynthia, I just find you to be one of the most sensual people that I know. So I didn't know it came from, you know, you were an artist and all that. I had, I really didn't know anything about that. And, uh, and I find as you're saying it, I'm saying to myself, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's like it makes no, sense. no yeah. doubt. Yeah. So then you, ha- when did you find Tantra? Well, uh, I would say another aspect was when, uh, on my Saturn return when I was 29 and I, um, gave birth to my first, my son, my only son, um, my child. And that was such a very significant, um, at, that was the opening of my, uh, really that true nature of Tantra because in nursing him I could feel the exquisite, it was blissful and, uh, I was giving fully and I was receiving fully the bliss of, of that giving. And that quality of, sometimes I would, it was like where he began and I, I began, would blur. Uh, we were just, uh, in that oneness together. And I'm sure, uh, I know and I know from knowing him as a 29 year old now that he knows that in his bones, in his very being, he knows that quality of um, of that depth of connection through my experiencing it so fully. That was my first tantric experience, and then uh, and earlier than that, I had been uh, meditating for a number of years. And there was wonderful experiences in the realms of meditation, but I wanted to feel it intrinsically in my body. I wanted to feel that divine presence. Uh, that quality of divinity that most people are searching for when they're searching in, through religions and spirituality, I wanted to feel it very intrinsically in my body, more so than I, than I uh, even knew it then. That's so, so powerful. That's such a powerful statement. I feel I did too, and I mm-hmm. just I didn't even know where to look, but luckily I found Tantra. And found yeah. you too. <laughs> so I think it's just the most luscious path of awakening, and it is a, a path of awakening. Most people think when they think of spirituality as something separate from sexuality, and in tantra you discover that they are like two ends of the spectrum of the beings that we are. It's just an amazing, wonderful. I'm, I feel so grateful <laughs> to the gods that be that that I that uh that I was disgraced with being able to have the experiences I had that that drew me to the experience of Tantra. So then, and I believe in 19, so 
I don't know what it was, when, um, 1980, when I gave birth to um, my son. And in 1989, I started teach. Well, in 1988, I started teaching goddess workshops, workshops for women to, to. There's somewhere called the uh, exploring the palace of your being, just exploring all the aspects of who we are, the good, the bad, and the ugly, all of it uh, as a part of the the powerful experience of being alive and being a human being. Um, someone, some people say, like being a spirit in a human body, you know, in a human suit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can I can feel that I can hear that in you. So that's in '88. And yeah, that was in the uh, late '80s, '87, '88 or so. And okay. uh, and then I started teaching some tantric practices in my very naturally coming by them in my workshops for women because it's not really just about man woman experience uh, the experience of a man woman together, but it's an experience of your own the power of energy and the freedom of expression of that divinity moving through you and how to move uh, the dross or the densities or the stuck energy, people call it, out of the way so that you can feel that freedom movement within yourself. So that gets expressed then when you're having sex with a, uh, with a partner, when you're speaking with someone, they can feel the, the uh, fluidity. It's the sensuality, a sensuality in in the flow of energy through your voice, through your eyes, through your your very movement, through your gestures of expression when you pay for something in the grocery store. Everything is expressing that um, that exuberance, that passion, that love of life, that that right. uh, divinity, really. And as you're talking, I'm laughing because I'm thinking to myself that there are people who don't people who are kind of boring and those people are the people who aren't letting that fluidity they're not letting that sensuality of spirit come through them when they're paying for something in the grocery store or they're having a conversation yet our political leaders or people that we love in the films or people that we are especially attracted to in our lives are people who who connect with us in that kind of physicality whether we know it or not yeah or even whether they know it or not (laughs) I, around, around the time I met you, when I rem- Bill Clinton was president, and I remember all of us as tantricas, I don't know if you were part of this or not, but many tantricas put together a website that said, I fucked Bill Clinton, too. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I wasn't, that, but it sounds like <laughs> that was a fun bunch of girls. Yeah, we all, we all felt like he was so charismatic. Mm-hmm. He was... Being no, you know, they were cre- they were creaming him for having affairs, and yet his sexual energy, his sexual attraction was so potent. So we decided to have a website. All the tantrika women that I knew, we decided to have a website that said that, so that we could make up our own fantasies about Bill Clinton and make it okay. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> and thank God for the internet. You can express it out there. <laughs> <laughs> So, so this is great. So I want to, I, I want to, um, I want to acknowledge something right here, right up front in the show. We're gonna, we'll be pausing in a, in a minute, but I, I also want to acknowledge you and come back to it later on. That in your own pursuit of this fluidity, this sexual energy, this unblocking of blockages, racing, you know, opening the body to have these delicious experiences you've also healed yourself haven't you 
of a very oh. of a very uh-huh. threatening life threatening disease. Am I am I right? Yeah, yeah, that's a part of the whole flow. <laughs> yeah, so I want I just want to say that because I don't want to forget on in our time together here to ha- to to have you share about that. I you know, first I, w- I want to talk about the wands that you make and other products and things and the kinds of sessions that you have and how this has all changed your life. But I don't I really want everyone to know that you're a success story of healing yourself from uh, from cancer based on your belief and commitment to all this uh, body mind spiritual stuff that that some people think is just woo and for you it's been a real real challenge and and victory. You can say real another time because it is very real. It makes it very real. It's not woo woo. <laughs> it is it is when you come to life and death and what do I choose and what do I do and how do I make those choices and how does fear enter into it and all of that <laughs> when I'm facing my mortality. That's as real as it gets. It's down to the very bones of your being. Yeah, thank so, yeah, you. It's real. Thank you. So you're you're you've you're a hero in this <laughs> respect, and I, and I'm glad you said it like that because uh, it's so powerful and it's so really important for people to know. Mm. So we're just gonna we're gonna pause for a moment and we'll be right back. If you've just tuned in, my guest today is Cynthia Taylor Lamborn. She is a pioneer in really goddess work encouraging women to get the power of their own body, the natural flow, the, the life force, the sexual energy. She's a person with a product or a line of products that enhance people's ability to heal and have pleasure in their bodies. So we'll be right back. If you're wondering what book you should read to jumpstart your sex life and increase your happiness, try my book, Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy. This short, easy-to-read book will make you laugh at yourself and possibly even make you cry as you discover my tantric secrets for happiness and how they apply to your life. In the book, I begin with the tenth law, make love in the unknown, and then work you all the way through laws one through nine to teach you how to be in the unknown fresh every day, every moment. Sex and happiness puts the innocence and love back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. It's only $19.99 paperback and $14.99 ebook. Go to sexandhappiness.com to order your copy of Sex and Happiness by me, Laurie Handlers. That's sexandhappiness.com. Well, we're back with Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. My guest today is a good friend of mine, someone I've known since almost my beginning in Tantra. Her name is Cynthia Taylor Lamborn, and her company is Nectar Products. Cynthia, how did you get the idea of having these products, this, these, these wands? How did you design them? Tell, tell me a little bit about the history of this, and then how you put together your whole product line on your, on your website. That's, that's really a fun story because... Um, I was in Hawaii with my husband, and uh, we were having a little night together, a date, and uh, we were doing G-spot work. Well, he was tiring out, and um, 
and I was just opening something in me that I, I could feel there was some, I was like on the edge of some, almost like a discovery of some place within me. It was such an amazing experience. And um, so he, he continued on, but his little finger was turning blue, and I felt such compassion for him that I... Uh, that because of that opening and the, my appreciation for him, and um, it, it's like the mother of invention. The, that creativity I talked about earlier manifested through creating a tool that would be helpful for not only um, uh, with working with a partner, that, like for him in that situation, could have used this. We call it the crystal wand. Um, and what happened was uh, soon after that we were in India and I was uh, meditating and the exact shape of the wand, um, it's sort of an S shape, came into my mind's eye in the meditation as I was, uh, thoughts came up about the how this service, how this aspect of healing could come about and this shape came to mind. I went to Bali and I was staying there for about a month and I had them made. I went to Ubud, which is a town right in the center, wood carving capital of Bali, and right in the middle of the monkey forest and the temples there, there was a little car, uh, wood carving place. There was probably 12 young boys, all prepubescent, and they were carving these um, crystal wands for me. At that time, they were they were made out of wood. But I, I was, so was going to say something to you because I know yeah. that there are a few iterations, and the first one I ever saw was wood with something at the end of it. It had a uh, a um, egg at the end that was made out of gemstone material, um, and these different gemstone materials that were good for different kinds of healing work, like onyx being good for deep emotional healing. So different aspects were um, and different healing qualities were in each of the different kinds of uh, egg stones that we had on the end of the wand. And, and at the very beginning, mean, the wands. Do you mean that these boys who were carving these wands, they didn't really have any idea what you were making out of them? No, they did. They oh, were they making did. them, and they were so cute. They were like, they were like giggling, and they knew that they were for women to use. Um, as a like a dildo, and the the thing is that they they also I had a another one that someone gave me from Jakarta, which is the island uh, near Bali, uh, in Indonesia, and it was a used it it was a, a similar curve, but it was only one curve. It wasn't the two curves of an S, but it was a similar curve. But it was a fertility um, tool, and it was made of this beautiful hard wood. And after many uses, it was shiny and uh, this beautiful wood. Anyway, I only got that after I had them make it, but I was having them make them in different shapes, like dolphin shapes and little goddess, uh, mermaid figures and god figures and a, and a serpent. But they were all in that basic shape that was perfect for finding and stimulating the G spot or the G area that, um, that is talked about in sexuality now and actually very controversial because some women are just discovering that it didn't even exist. So the, right, the first... Right. Sorry? Right. I mean, some people have no idea that it exists, and some pe it's controversial, too, because a man named himself, some Dr. Grafenberg named this spot after himself. Right. And, and some people... So that now they're calling it the goddess spot. Right. So we lovingly renamed it the goddess spot or the G spot. <laughs> 
Well, we need to tell people where it's located. So if anyone's listening that has never found their goddess spot, they should find their goddess spot. Of course, we're going to tell them how to get wands from you as well. So if if you've never found your goddess spot before, it can be found on the anterior wall of the vagina, just about as far in. So if you're lying on your back, as a woman, your your finger or somebody's finger or a tool could go inside you and hook up, like as if you were beckoning someone with your pointer finger, saying, come here, come here. That's kind of around the area where you can find the G-spot in right. somebody. And as it's stimulated a little bit more, it becomes a little rigid or corrugated, the tissue on that particular area. And because we say the word spot, it gives an indication that it's one little, like a little button. It's, it's really a whole area, and it, and it covers that whole um, uh, fleshy area between the urethra and the, you know, the outside uh, skin on that upper wall of your vagina as you're laying down um, on your back. And sometimes it's a little easier to reach it, like some women try when they're, if they're squatting because it's easier to, particularly if they have shorter fingers, or they can lay with some pillows propping their back up so they're sort of 45-degree angle um, in ways like that. Some of the significant, I mean, some might ask, well, why would I, what's what's the significance of the G-spot? It is an area that seems to be awakened, um, and there is a uh, an experience that women have of ejaculation similar to male ejaculation, yet it seems to be a, a deeper and more significant um, orgasmic experience. And sometimes the experience happens, the, the G-spot orgasm, differently than an or You might have orgasm and then you have a G-spot orgasm, which is like a, a, a deeper um it almost feels to me as if it has like a it touches my very soul it just it goes very very deep and one of the reasons why I'd created the wand was um that you can you can you can't reach easily yourself and sometimes for men they can't even reach as easily far back around the um uh, around the cervix and and back further into the vaginal area because there are areas all throughout there there are points, erogenous points. There are, I call them acupressure points, or points that are significant in opening and awakening the sexual energy all throughout the vaginal area, or in Tantra is called the yoni. So these are all um, uh, points to note. Now, another point that I want to, for a woman who is exploring in the beginning, is that in the beginning she, she may feel like, oh, it's just making me have the feeling like I have to pee. If you've already gone to the bathroom, you lay a towel, a few towels down or um, uh, something plastic underneath some towels so that you note, okay, if I dribble or whatever, it's not going to be significant. When we were very little, two years old or so, and we were um, beginning to be um, toilet trained and starting to wear diapers and starting to be um, self-conscious about not just letting go with our fluids and um and our, as, a, as a matter of fact, at the same time, we would be contracting our muscles to try to not go to the to- uh, in bathroom in our panties. We'd have to go to the toilet. Well, at that same time, we were contracting, sometimes uh, depending on our quality of our toilet training and whether there was a lot of stress around that, contracting muscles 
and areas of our body that also contracted in and held in deeply held feelings, sexual feelings, emotions um, that are very important to have uh, opened up and released. It's like a part of our wild woman, you know, our untamed, not caring if our hair is must. You know, when you really, if you've ever experienced outlandish, wonderful sex, where you don't care if your lipstick is smeared all over the place or your hair is all over the place. It's that kind of, it's that kind of let go into, um, into passion and, and, uh, freedom expression in your body that that's the, that's what the opening there is often, um, or the contraction in that area has often suppressed in us because at the time, if I'm explaining it well, in the time of, uh, when we kind of were clenching in those muscles and making sure that, oh, we didn't pee and we didn't, we were um, doing we the right were exactly, thing. We were exactly the way our parents wanted us to be and our school yeah. wanted us to be. Civilized. So take and, us out and, in public uh, and we wouldn't pee on our pants. Right, exactly. So that contracted and, and suppressed that kind of wild aspect of our nature. Now, that's yeah. all a part, you know, we don't blame that because it's all a part of our civilization. Yet, we have the power now and that's an important thing to realize that that no matter all the things that happened to us in our past, we have the power now to awaken, open, and heal that so that we have full capacity of yeah. who we are as human yeah. beings. And well, this is, not this only is why, is there a lot of contraction. Sorry. No, this is this is good. This is exactly why I'm why I have you on this show because you, what you're ta- it's so powerful what you're talking about this healing and. People cannot open fully to their pleasure. They cannot open fully to their birthright of their body if they cannot feel all these things and cannot be in this kind of a let go. And the tools that you've designed and the way you work with people, Cynthia, is exactly where people have to go. They have to go. They have to see you. They have to see somebody like you so they could experience themselves in the body they were born into. It's almost like we've just... We've disowned the body, and, right. and now we're reclaiming it. So, not only so, disowning the body, we're disowning all that has been con- we through the all the different little traumas and tensions that we've experienced in our life. We have layers and layers of contraction in the body, which has distorted the flow of energy. That's not just the flow of our sexual energy, but it's the flow of the integration of our divine presence that can meet. And that's what Tantra is about, the expression and experience of the sexual energy, which is our basic primal life force energy, the energy we came into, the most powerful energy in our physical body. And in the physical universe, it creates a human being. And the energy of our heart, the expression of our feeling body, and the expression of our very soul. And all of those need to be integrated, and they're integrated through facing and releasing and letting go that which has us bound in the in the body and in our uh it's expressed also in our emotions our emotional body or the lack thereof beautiful beautiful so this is this is key i just want to reintroduce us and we're going to pause for a moment and then when we come back i really want to go into how you would use the tool and how you do sessions with people for for really healing the planet is I'm just going to say what you're doing is healing the planet and you know something about that you've earned the right to 
to tell us something about that. So if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Tantra Cafe. This is Laurie Handlers, your host, and I'm speaking with my good friend, Cynthia Taylor Lamborn, about the ability to really let go, be wild, and and get back to our essential nature, which is to be free. Really, that's what it is. That's what all the healing is about. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back, and we'll hear much more from her. If you're listening to Tantra Cafe, congratulations. You've reached a higher plane of consciousness in caring for yourself and caring for your significant other. Tantra can help with physical and emotional bonding to nurture your relationship. And there's another level of care that you should be considering as well. It's your family's financial well-being. I rely on DeLone Financial Services to guide me on this journey. And Jeff DeLone is my friend. He and I have worked together for years. He even helps care for my father's finances. For information about your family's financial planning, contact Jeff DeLone at 610-356-1253. That's 610-356-1253. Or you can email Jeff at jdelone at delonefinancialgroup.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through FSC Securities Corporation, member FINRA SIPC. Jeff DeLone is a registered representative with FSC Securities Corporation. DeLone Financial Group is not. You are listening again to Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment, and I'm Laurie Handlers, and I'm back with my guest, Cynthia Taylor Lamborn. And, Cynthia, I'd like you to tell me a little bit about how you use these these now, what are now lucite wands. They used mm-hmm. to be wood, as you explained before, made in Bali, but now they're lucite. How did you come to lucite? And then, you know, what actually do you do with these when you're having a healing session with someone or someone's having a healing session with themselves? Right. People use them in many different ways. Um how I use it, in, as, I, as I said before we uh, took a break, is that the most important thing for me um, in my work with people is that they in to have an integration, a feeling in their bodies of the integration of their spirit, their heart, their soul, and their sexuality, their physicality. So it's something very, very tangible, very palpable. So in the way that I use it, and one of the most important tools I feel that um, that we have in Tantra is our breath. Our breath is, our opening our breath is a key to untying the internal knot so that our, our love, our who we are, our, our beingness can express itself. So um, we can use our breath, we can use our attention, and this is how you can do a session at home using the wand, or um, I would do a session with someone. I have particular skills and would help. It's nice to have someone. It is sometimes it's important to have someone there who is holding the space for you, who feels like a neutral and feels like someone you can sink into and feel the safety to feel whatever is within you. Because as you open open up that area of your body, it's like the it's access to the core of our very being, a core of our energy, access to the kundalini energy, 
which the kundalini energy is like a it's a source of our spiritual energy shakti energy and it's seated in the base of the spine in the genital area so awakening um, that kundalini energy it moves up through the spine and it's it can be very intense it can be very um our body may start expressing in ways we've never expressed before. Maybe sounds would come out and you go, oh, my gosh, that's not very civilized. It's not even very logical. What am I doing? And so it's a little hard to be with those kinds of expression if you don't have someone there saying, it's totally fine. This is what's supposed to happen. This is an opening. This is good. Not that you're going crazy and, you know, these. my body is either rising or moving like a dolphin through water. And when you realize it is okay, suddenly you can start to feel flow with it and you can start to feel the ecstasy that comes from from that experience of your own core being awakened, enlivened. And sometimes there are feelings that come. Sometimes I've, I've experienced with a woman or a man too a kind of primal um you don't even quite know. It's a, it's beyond language. Even sometimes it, a, 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 an aching or a yearning that is expressed through it just comes out through your mouth. Um, it can be a, a crying. Different feelings may come up. Different feelings from even from childhood or that sort of thing. Things that need to be released, let go of the body, so that you can have the freedom of expression in the body. Sometimes no, other things. I just want to. Yeah. I just want to go back for a second because we you mentioned a few terms, kundalini and also shakti, and mm-hmm. not everybody knows what that is. I mean, I see kundalini as, I think as the Hindus see it, it's the it's a, a curled serpent laying dormant at the sacrum, right at the sacrum that starts to become awakened like a snake crawling up the backbone, crawling up the spine, and bringing energy rising up, and for some people, it's that's scary to even have that awaken. It's just an, uh, Kundalini as a name for the energy that that stays there. And do you want to tell us a little bit about Shakti? What you meant by that? Yes, um, Shakti is the female spiritual energy. It lies at the, um, and you said, as you said, at the base of the spine, or um, it's very much connected to the G-spot area and for the men, the prostate gland, which is also called the Kunda point or Kundalini point. So um, in doing, a, say, a session with a man or a session with a woman, um, it can start awakening this energy. You may start feeling this kind of a pulsating or vibrating um, that starts to flow up the spine. And if you're not used to that, if you don't have someone that supports you, in, uh, and has an understanding of it, has the knowledge about it, has experienced it themselves, then it can be a little, it can be a little bit scary. So, um, that energy is an awakening of your spirit as it's expressed through your being. Everyone has a tone or a flavor of this incredible oneness that we are all a part of. Um, the, people call it in certain traditions the great spirit. Uh, oneness, source, force, the universe, all of that um, life force, chi, all these ways that we would express this um, basic spiritual essence that we all come from. So, so Shakti sounds, is go on. So it sounds like it sounds like what you're saying is 
this touching of somebody on this G spot or G area actually brings someone home in a certain way, like home to the whole source of it all, the whole energy, the the crux, the heart of the matter. That's what it's it's, it's so profound what you're saying. That's what it sounds like, the whole deepness of what people are yearning for. Yes. And the funny thing is that sometimes when we, for instance, when I press that wand on the inside of the tissue in the body and the person that I'm working with breathes into it and they bring their full attention, attention is a very, it's so intrinsic to us we forget how powerful it is. Our breathing is so intrinsic to us that we forget how powerful it is. These two um, tools, which we everyone has, you don't have to have, you know, you can't leave home without it. Um, <laughs> but I would never. I would never. <laughs> I never leave home without it. My, <laughs> that breathing and and your full attention to that area and the wand pressing on the tissue helps to bring your attention there. So it is this. It opens up a portal, a portal, a doorway to that to that avenue to come home, to find your your core being. Now, in that opening and, and pressing into the tissue, there can be that which sort of unwinds that is in the tissue. My, I don't know if I heard this saying. I, I think it just popped in one time, and sometimes these knowingness or, or something like that pops in, and I uh, have a realization. And this phrase is, the body holds um, holds lies. It holds the lies that we we what we suppress, what we hold down, but it always tells the truth. So it always tells the truth about those lies. When we press into this area, it's going to bring forth whatever is in there, in the tissue, that's not who you truly are. It's not your true self. It's it's what we've been suppressed. It's the fear that we've held in the tissue. It's the anger. It's the, it's the sadness, those things. And if you know that those things are there on their way out, they've been holding you back, you've been operating in life with the, with the impeding of that, those qualities, now you, it's setting you free. When you know it's setting you free, then it's easier to just be with it and move through it. Beautiful. And allow it to be released from the body. And when you have one experience of that, of how freeing that is, and afterwards how light how much lighter you feel and how much more open, more connected in your heart, more loving of yourself, you are then you are you're on your way. You know that you know the path. You know that just facing facing the tiger. <laughs> we're always running from a tiger, you know, we're always running away from something, you know, in our life. When we turn around and face the mouth of the tiger and just be with it fully, breathing into it and with the assistance of this tool, particularly in this area, it allows us to dive in. It's very shamanic in that way. In, in the shaman tradition, they have ways to, like a portal that allows us to go into different realms of our being. And now, this, is a, this is a way to do that. Let me ask you, how do people, how can people, first of all, it sounds like people should have a session with you. And they may or may not be able to do that because you're located in the San Diego area. But how can... You know, there's also uh, Skype. <laughs> right. And there's, you can there do a session on Skype? It. Pardon me? You can do a session on Skype? Yes. So somebody would have a wand 
already, and they would put their wand in themselves. They would insert their wand into themselves, and you would coach them through a session. And I would guide and them through it, yes. Mm-hmm. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, Yay, so you could technology. be in Singapore or anywhere in the world. That's so great. Okay, so let's give people away. First of all, how can people get the wand? Uh my website, I have two websites. The main one is um, Love Nectar, www.lovenectar, L-O-V-E-N-E-C-T-A-R.com. And um, I created a second website, um, Pelvic, uh, pelvic Therapy. <laughs> I don't even know it because it's so new. Um, pelvic Health, uh, Pelvic Therapy Products. That's what it is. Pelvic Therapy Products. Dot com and it's very very new and the reason why I created that is there there's it's starting to be experienced in um, mainstream uh, some large hospitals and gynecologist offices are starting to use the wand to assist women uh, and physical therapists as well to assist women to release some of the difficulties that they have and they've given names to now in medical profession of vaginismus vulvodynia where in the past women used to have, well, I'm just, um, something's just wrong with me. I have pain there and I, my husband can't even touch me and I, I feel pain. Those kinds of things, they just felt bad about themselves, which, which added on to the shame and pain. Now there's physical therapy, um, has a whole new department of pelvic health and they deal with these issues. They have names for these symptoms which give women a sense of it's not just me. It's, it's yes. a dis-ease and a, and a health condition that can be cleared, and the wand helps in doing that, and that's why so many of them are now buying the crystal wand from me. So great. So that's so the- great. You know, I had a gynecologist, a female gynecologist in a class I did, wow, um, I'm going to say 2002 in uh-huh. Philadelphia. She was from New York, but she came down to Philadelphia to do it. Her name... And she said she bought, because I was carrying your wands, she bought a whole bunch from me, and she said this should be in every office of my colleagues, every single office. And I said, yes, it should. I said, but most doctors don't know what this is, and they wouldn't know what this is, so it's on you. You're going to have to tell them. Right. Right. (laughs) So I hope I contributed to that. That's great. I hope so. And I'm very available by phone um, if uh, any of your listeners um, are connected, have either they want to talk to their gynecologist or they want their gynecologist to speak with me. Um, uh, I'm, I'm very, the physical therapist, I'm very available for that. It's helped with a lot of conditions in men as well, um, from prostatitis, helping, uh, helping men in that area, and uh, a lot of different conditions. Do, can I, is it okay if I give your phone number? Absolutely. Sure. So I'm just going to give it if anybody's listening and they want to get in touch with Cynthia because you've just all of a sudden hit a home run thinking you heard something here that could really, really help you. The tightness, the suppression, and the contraction in your body. You can reach her at area code 760-487-1971. That's 760-487-1971. One nine seven one. You'd be calling Cynthia Taylor Lamborn, and you could get in touch with her. You can get information on how to get this product, these wands, or you could find out more about how to use them or make a Skype appointment with her. Now, 
Skype or talking. telephone as well. If someone doesn't have Skype or doesn't have the um, the camera and that sort of thing, you can still, even in a phone call, we can go over the steps of how to do a session and you can try it, do some homework, come back to me and that sort of thing. So there's so many ways to do it. It's great, great, great. Well, I want to tell you something, then we're going to pause again for a moment. I In my Tantra classes, when I show people the wands, I have both, I have the deluxe and I have the original model. The, uh, I say to people, in the world that I'm creating, all office buildings will have a special room where people can take their wand and go for an attitude adjustment. <laughs> <laughs> so there's I just a want you to here. know that. There's a woman here if we have a minute. Do we have another minute, Lori? Sure, sure. Okay. There's a woman here who um, uh, she hurt her her leg, and she's a runner, and she's the head of a soccer team in this area. And um, she started using the wand, and now what? And she has a very stressful life. A lot. It, she it actually was having so much pain she couldn't run anymore. It uh, it healed the pain just because it started the blood blood flow, the lymph flow through that whole area um, of her body of the um, of the pelvis which there's a lot of blocked energy and blood flow of chi, of life force energy, as well as blood and, you know, basic fluid flow. So it healed the uh, knee that she had, and she also realized that now she goes she goes in the office three times a day or so just to, just to unblock the energy by pressing, not even going and having an orgasm. She goes in just to... Just to just to press it in and release the, the flow of the tension because she just, like, tightens up that whole area. And wherever we tighten up the area and we don't um, give our attention and our love and connection to, problems start to be created. Exactly. Exactly. So great. What a great – I love that someone's doing that. It's wonderful. And that's what I tell people. So we're going we're gonna to pause here for a moment. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Tantra Cafe – a program for spiritual enlightenment. I'm Laurie Handlers, your host. I'm here with Cynthia Taylor Lamborn. We're having a great time talking about pelvic therapy. She has a new website, pelvictherapyproducts.com, and we're talking about how people can heal themselves by pressing into this deep, deep place within themselves. Please stay tuned because we're going to find out how Cynthia cured herself of cancer by using the very things we're talking about right now on this show. So you, you don't want to miss this. Many times on Tantra Cafe, you've heard my guests and me discuss emotional release techniques. Now you can do emotional release work in the privacy of your own home. In my CD, Shamanic Release in Lai Han, I create a very safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work I am known for in my Tantra courses. On the CD, I set you up with the proper positioning and breathing and then guide you through each emotional state to the beat of tribal African rhythms. Try the CD as an easy way to do your personal clearing work on a regular basis and watch, just watch your relationships walk free from emotional baggage. You can order my CD at ButterflyWorkshops.com for only $20. Aren't you worth it? Go to ButterflyWorkshops.com and get your copy now and walk free from emotional baggage. Well, we're back. This is Laurie Handlers, the host of Tantra Cafe, and I'm with Cynthia Taylor Lamborn, 
the inventor of the Lucite wand. It's called the Deluxe wand, the original wand. And you never did tell me how you decided on Lucite before we go into how oh, yeah. you get yourself. How did you decide mm-hmm. on Lucite from wood? Well, <laughs> uh, a, a friend and uh, used to be an engineer, a NASA engineer, um, was I was talking with him when I got back from Bali where we had created them in, in wood and then it was just difficulties in importing and that sort of thing and I just wanted to have it done here. I started having a um a carpenter um uh, make them for me and, and, and embed the crystal egg and the end of it. And um and then I wanted something simpler that was easier, um, more economical for um people to buy, something that was um less expensive. And I talked with someone who does um, energy healing. Now, they usually use natural products and, and uh, crystal stones. Well, they said that um, that they found that the lucite, because it doesn't have any, any what's called occlusions or little uh, lines and uh, fractures in it like a stone would, it's just clear that the energy flows, like when I'm doing a session with somebody, I feel my energy and my intent for their healing flowing through the wand, and it activates something in them. And so uh, that was that was one thing, the, the input from the, um, the person who does, uh, who's a psychic and, and did spiritual healing work. And then this engineer helped me to uh, find the, the right material, and it just, it just came so most of the, actually every step of it came as just an insight and happened. An insight and happened. You know, he just happened to show up right when I had the insight about the lucite and then he showed me how, how it could be done and that sort of thing. So Wonderful. It so it's like a like natural, natural process. Step. It's really been yeah. a very organic process for you. Do you have yeah. do you still you told me last time we talked, I I think, that you were doing some kind of a light thing. You were putting a, mm-hmm. a device at the edge of the on the end of the wand and putting. Yeah, what it's is still that? in prototype stage. Of several people have tried it and they love it because it's it, it's like a LED flashlight that is on the end of the wand. On the end, it's on the outside. But see, the wand is lucite, and lucite is um, fiber optic. So the light travels through the curve, even though it's curved, an S-shaped curve, it travels through the wand and into the deep recesses of our cave. <laughs> and, and, you know, it, our, that internal part of our body, have you seen the light much less, the specific colors of lighting that do different kinds of healing? Blue light does something that's a calming and, and a, a peaceful kind of uh, reflection of light. The green light is for health and healing. The red for stimulation and passion. So each one of those colors would would activate different things uh, internally. So that was one of the tools, and I'm still playing with it and seeing where to have it made and that sort of thing. So that should be out. I'm hoping that you get this thing really made and manufactured soon and then I then I'm inspired to have you do an art show. You know, ah. Having people shine light into their yoni. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. I'm just I'm so inspired. I, by it. I really am. It's just wonderful. 
Thanks for telling about that. I mean, I, I didn't know what stage you were in with that. Let's um, let's move really to so that you can share some about how you conquered this life-threatening disease, how you went about changing y- your life from all of a sudden something bad happening into something good. Can you tell yeah. about that? Yeah. Um, it was 2000. I didn't even, I, I was not experiencing any pain um, or anything like like uh, where someone was saying, boy, you're looking bad. Or so I did, There was nothing on the outside that gave any indication that there was um, cancer growing in my body, except for I think I was thinking to do a cleanse, uh, you know, um, internal cleanse, and uh, I started, I did some colonics, and halfway through a colonic, there was so much pain, I just couldn't couldn't complete and then um i was doing a was getting some lymphatic drainage massage and and that was very painful and it was around my abdomen so um i started doing different um visualizing meditations where i would go into the body and kind of scanning and and having that part of my body um speak to me and uh there was a certain this area in my in my abdomen that i just saw all faces of everyone I had ever uh, interacted with and I, I tend to be very empathic so um, tend to take on energies and not easily be able you know to um, let them flow through me so it was very essential for me to open up that energy the flow of the energy more so that I could be more connected with that flow rather than to the content if I were to speak about it in terms of uh, on the emotional level, you know how when someone's talking to you, they'll tell you all about the story and the drama, blah blah blah, the day, you know, the, what happened in their day, right? And you're, right. you're trying to you're usually trying that's to stay boring. Attentive. It's really a story, story and a it's drama. A, it's a story, and there's story which is the content of, and then there's you can be speaking about something from the level of being aware that it's a story and knowing that that's the story your mind is telling you. Oh, so my mind's telling me that, you know, I'm bad for doing this and whatever. It's a different level. Instead of, say, say for instance, telling the story like, well, this person thought I was in and you, and you talk about the defense, the defending, and that you would say that person and you're, they're wanting, you're wanting to have the person you're talking to side with you and blah, 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 you know, the whole, the whole drama. That often girls do that together. We'll, uh, we'll have some little traumatic thing or some altercation maybe happened and we want to just blah, 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 tell somebody and then somebody, um, confirms how, you know, they were wrong and we were right and blah. Yeah, it doesn't really it, ever help. It's, it's a process called getting agreement. Getting agreement. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Doesn't really help. In the moment, it's a little bit of a band-aid. It feels a little bit better. You got it out. You got it out of your system, people say. But it never really actually changes and heals that which is the person, the being. So the next time something like that happens, you do the same thing. It's just a pattern of dealing with with the pain of it without actually as I said before, turning around and facing the tiger, which is the pain that is there. So, so, how, did you, so how did you actually do it? How did you actually face it? I actually went into and just felt it, felt into it and felt what it was. And 
course, in there was also when I had gone to the doctor and he said the big C where you have cancer, cancer of the lymph system. And um, so even that word just triggers fear in, every, in everyone. Terrible fear, fear. In, in the culture. So I went into that fear and just felt it. And I had support from different friends who could you know, hold the space for me to really to be with it because... If you're, if you're facing the very fear of your, you know, the very thing you're most fearful of in your life, there, it's very hard to be with that. You know, you, you, right. wanna, you get distracted easily, you go into your mind and thoughts, or you space out, you start thinking about the shopping list, or, you know, anything else but that. So I had support from different, different people to stay with it. And I would stay with it and stay with it. And what I realized was through it, through being Facing it, being fully with it, and the fear that is there with it, all of that, the whole plethora of feelings, um, I was able to, it's almost like it was a hole in my being, and I just allowed myself to drop into it, feel what it is, not be succumbed in it and like fall into it like, you know, um, wallow in it. This was not right, wallowing. Right, it's different. You're talking it's, about going into it with a, like a miner's cap. And experiencing all the feelings, not dropping it's into it and getting going lost into it. in it like a slush. Exactly. It was not the intention of just getting lost in it or giving up. It was the intention of really facing what is this. It was very conscious. It was like turning that light, the miner's uh, light, as you said, and looking at it, facing it head on. And it was as if something in that opened up to... Almost like a tunnel, like you see people spelunking, they're going into a cave and they find this light somewhere and they follow that light. Well, something in there opened up in a light and I think because of uh, having the courage to go in there opened up this sense of self-confidence in a place that was beyond the fear. I found the way through beyond the fear so that I could connect with a place inside of myself that intuitively brought me to my next step so i just would ask into that place what is my next what's the next step what's the next opening and it guided me to the different things to do to do the different and i would get confirmation there was several different um uh, physical um what do you call it? health practitioners that I would talk to, but that was just you know it was a confirming and getting in to get a reality check. But basically, yeah. I knew through this internal experience of finding that intuitive place within myself. Beautiful. And it, it Beautiful. guided me through to health. It guided me to do the diet that I needed to do, take into my body the right supplements and that sort of thing. Well, Cynthia, listen, this is so we're kind of running out of time, and I. I'm so impressed, I'm so inspired, I'm so happy to know you, and I'm so happy to have you having faced cancer and come on the other side of it, having invented tools to have other people face whatever it is that's blocking them in their deepest, darkest, secret places. Mm-hmm. You're, you're amazing. You're a miracle. Thank you so much. Thank you for being on Thank my show today. Me. and. Well, agreeing to do it and sharing this, and this isn't the last time. I just want to let you know. 
I also didn't mention before that you have written, you wrote a review for my book on the back cover of my book is oh, yeah. something from you. You were one of the first people to review my book, yeah, and I'm very yeah. grateful to you for that as well. Oh, you're very welcome. So let's let people know, again, how to get in touch with you. Tell, uh, you have a new website, pelvictherapyproducts.com. Products.com, yeah, with an S on the end. Pelvic therapy products, website. and that's for health medical practitioners and that sort of thing. Um, the main website is www.lovenectar.com, and my email address is Cynthia, C-Y-N-T-H-I-A, at lovenectar.com, and I'm available. You can call me as well, 760-487-1971. Well, Cynthia, thanks so much. I'm going to sign off now, and uh, I'm sending you a lot of love and mm-hmm. so much gratefulness for just uh, having you on the show today, really. Thank you. Much love back to you. <laughs> thanks. This is Laurie Handler saying Namaste from Tantra Cafe. Please tune in next time when my guest will be talking about the darker side of sexual exploration. Tune in then. Bye. <laughs>